Welcome to Money's a Mitch podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another exciting and dynamic episode <laughs> of Mondays of Mitch, where I will attempt, because I'm Mitch, to demystify and rehumanize. Is that a word, rehumanize? If it's not, I just made it up. Rehumanize what it means to be a conscious leader, both in terms of how one leads themselves, leads their families, leads their business partners, just just leads in general, both personally and professionally, at a higher level of consciousness, where we're actually far more present to our own behavior and really embracing that that the opportunity to lead is available to all of us. It's not just a businessy type thing. It's it's everywhere. It's how we just get up in the morning and start to function. That's leading ourselves, right? So I want to talk a little bit about today because I get calls and most of the topics and the stuff that, that comes forward for me are based on calls that I get because it's real life stuff, right? It's real life situations that are going on where I go, well, there's nothing more perfect than... <laughs> Than responding to the real life situations that we all deal with. Now, I want to talk a little bit today about that call that you get from time to time or that you've received, and maybe you've actually made the call or sent the text message to it. We're, we're all a part of this, right? This is not about pointing anything out, but there's always, there's always somebody within our circle of influence, circle of friendship, circle of business who kind of consistently falls into a pattern where it's whether it's every month or it's every few months, a couple times a year, where they just collapse and they they just fall. They just completely fall and suddenly they reach out and it's like, oh my God. And it's like you're reading the text message or you're listening to the voice message or you're having the conversation. You're going, oh my God, this is like a broken record. Like we've had this conversation a zillion times before. Now, whether they realize it or not, whether they're present to it or not, you are. <laughs> so you're kind of hearing it again and you go, oh, here we go again. There he goes again. There she goes again. And now we're entertaining. And it's like, so we have to start to wonder like, well, why am I being singled out? Or maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm one of several people. And has anything that I've said in the past really genuinely based upon the fact that we're revisiting this, has anything that I've said or offered up a suggestion, uh, path forward, has anything really stuck? to a greater extent, if we're back having the same conversation, if we're back revisiting this. Now, sometimes we all need to revisit shit. We just do. Like, we just go there, and it's okay. The difference is, is whether you know that you're revisiting it, or you actually think you're here for the first time, and it's once a month, 
once every three months, once every six months, and you just don't know it. It's because often we're trapped. We're trapped in that, that those past beliefs, those ideas that, that hold us back, that keep us smaller than we uh, know actually that we're capable of being. Like we know that we could be bigger, we could be better, we could be showing up more. But we're kind of following old patterns and behaviors and beliefs that we have about what success looks like or what it means to achieve, what it means to have abundance in our lives, gratitude in our lives. There's all these different things that, that go on for people that they measure. Now, the question is, are you measuring it based upon the past or are you creating uh, an open ceiling, right, an open window towards the future? Meaning that there, you're not going to limit your capacity for love, for abundance, for success. And you're going to open yourself up to all the different possibilities, all the different things that you're capable of achieving. Now, getting this text message, getting this phone call, and this is what, just what happened the other day. And, and uh, someone reached out to me and said, hey, I just heard from this person and they're spinning again. What do you think I should do? And my response was, well, um, just tell them you love them. Like there's a little gap and a little silence in the in the process of that text. Well, just say I love them. I was like, yeah, just say you love them. I said, listen, usually when somebody calls somebody or texts somebody, and they're usually that person's on the receiving end of the same text over and over again over time, it's designed for that person to to reach out to you, whether they're consciously aware of it or not, most likely not. You become an ally, you become somebody who reinforces their shame in themselves and their and around the their behavior. And if it's not working, what if you just love somebody where they are? What if you don't take the bait? What if you don't buy into their story and become a part of their their ongoing investigation and belief into why they're not deserving or not lovable, et cetera, et cetera? What if you just say, I love you? Hey, that's gotta be tough. I love you. And now you starve the story. So now they can't go back and forth with you and they say this. And then you say, now, you know, all of a sudden you go, wait a second, this is like an old script. I know my lines. This person knows their lines. We're going back and forth here. Didn't we just do this three months ago, six months ago? Don't we revisit this same concept all the time? Now, sometimes if you know that you're revisiting something and you're aware of it and you can announce that up front to somebody, you can say, hey, <clears throat> I'm back here in this place. I'm doing this thing again. I uh, just need to talk it through with you. Is that okay? And then you can say yes or no or whatever and and go from there. But when you're kind of getting hit up and it's kind of like the same story and you notice that your energy drops, that you're actually exhausted from this ongoing banter that doesn't seem to resolve itself, then you've got to break the cycle. Then you've got to go off script. Then you've got to change it up. Because of what a lot of people do, and this is the interesting dynamic, and, and, it's, and it was a fascinating point in awareness for myself, is sometimes we, um, we misinterpret growth when it's really survival, where we've really just created a better version of how to survive life versus that fact that we're really growing. Now, some people could argue and say, well, if you create a better version of survival, isn't that showing a direction towards growth. Well, it, I mean, in theory, it could be, but more than likely not because the person isn't aware of it. They know that they're not necessarily upgrading. They're just convinced that they're actually growing 
but they're still telling the same stories. They're still reliving the same stuff. They're still going through the same process. Now, it's interesting because when people call me, they know they're not going to get shamed, but they also know that I'm going to challenge them to grow. So if somebody's not interested in growing, if somebody's not interested in genuinely shifting something, they're not calling me. <laughs> I'm, not on, I'm not on their ally list. I'm not on their shame list because I'm not here to necessarily be an ally or to shame anybody. I'm just going to love somebody where they're at. But if they're calling me, that's usually an indication. They're reaching out to me. That's usually an indication that they want to go someplace better. And that's what I want to support them because that means I'm done with the past and I want to start focusing my energy on the future and where I can go and where I can take this. So I had my own awakening around that too, where I realized that, that I had gotten really, really good at surviving and had shifted the story around a little bit. It actually sounded more compelling and it almost sounded like in my mind, it sounded like growth. And I kind of convinced myself that it was until I realized, no, it's just a better version of survival. And that's part of the awakening process is when you can observe yourself, when you can observe a situation, say, no, actually, that's not really growth. That's actually just a better version of survival. And I need to change that because that's not working for me anymore. See, the difference is, and this is the challenge for a lot of people, the difference is, is when they come to that, sometimes come to that kind of an awakening or that, that kind of an awareness, they immediately judge themselves. I can't believe it. Oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I fell into that trap. The judgment piece is really just an indication that you're really not ready to move forward. You're really not ready to move forward because the judgment piece is the part of the old story. It's interwoven into the old story. It's interwoven into the old shame cycle where you get to judge yourself. The key for me was, was the awakening was, is when I was able to observe it without judgment and go, oh, wow, that's interesting. I've just gotten really good and really successful at creating a better version of this story of survival when it's really, you know, thinking and somehow convincing myself that it was growth. See, the growth is about where we want to go. It's about the willingness and the desire to leave behind the past. As enticing as it is and as seductive as it can be, and it can be seductive getting caught up in the drama and the old stuff. It's, 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 it's a drug for sure. It's a drug. The question becomes is when are you finally ready? And I had asked myself this question too. When am I, when was I finally ready to say, you know what? No more of this. Like I want to operate at a higher level of consciousness in leading myself and leading other people from a better place. And knowing that what I was sharing with them was genuine and authentic and was believable because I was modeling it. I wasn't asking them to do something or show up in a way that I wasn't showing up. And wanting to become part of a higher vibration, a higher frequency in the universe so that I can operate and go places I've never been before and accomplish things I've never done before and do so in a way that, that doesn't mean that I'm turning my back on the past. I'm just grabbing what I know is wisdom that I'm no longer charged about, that no longer frustrate me, and I'm just leaving else, everything else behind. See, the time's going to go by regardless. It's going to go by regardless. The question then becomes is, okay, moving forward, what do I want this time to look like? What do I want this time to look like? So that's the inherent challenge that we're all faced with. So when I received this 
request from a friend, how should I respond? How should I respond? I was very, very clear. I said, well, however we've talked about in the past, because we've had the conversation before, that didn't work. (laughs) And that's okay. And maybe it did for a period of time. It's okay. It's not a judgment. And if we're going to shift something, we've got to be willing to go off script. So what do we know for sure? What do we know without a, without a, that nobody can doubt in your heart that you love this person, that you genuinely care about this person, that it's not your wish that they go through this or continue to put themselves through this, but until they're willing to look at the world differently and see themselves differently in the world, this isn't going to change. So the best I can do and the, the, the most important thing I can say is to say I love you and see what the response is and see where it goes. See, if we keep trying to change the future and still operating with the tools and the skill sets from the past, then we're just surviving. And here's the deal. Like, if you're listening right now, you hear the sound of my voice, you have mastered survival. Regardless of any circumstance or situation in your life that you may be experiencing, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, regardless of any of it, The simple fact that you can hear my voice tells me that you've mastered survival. You're here. You're awake. You're alive. Well, maybe not awake. For sure. (laughs) Hopefully you're awake, but for sure alive. For sure you have a pulse and your heart's going and you're breathing. It may be shallow and you may be in fight or flight, but you're physically functional. You've survived. The question becomes, where do you want to go now? If you're ready to grow, if you're ready to turn surviving into thriving, then the conversation has to change. Then the old story has to evolve. A new story has to take shape. A new path forward has to become clear to you. And you've got to be relentless in this pursuit. See, I do my uh, mastery on on uh, meditation. And I do it three times a week with people, Manifest Mastery. And I do it three times a week with folks. And if you want to find out more about it, just hit me up if you don't know anything about it. But it's really about the commitment three times a week to see the future in the present moment and to be relentless and consistent in that process. Not to manipulate the universe, not to try and get something from it, but to give. give. Give more of yourself, give more of yourself to others, invest more in other people. There's a process to this that isn't just about how do I get mine? How do I get mine is fight or flight. That's, that's their survival. How do, I, how do I take care of myself in this situation? See, if we keep operating from that place, then the cycle, then we never really can, if we, if we catch a wave, let's say, or uh, yeah, let's say we catch a wave of success for some period of time and then it goes away or it dissipates or whatever. And we slink back down. We were riding really somebody else's wave. We were given the opportunity to ride somebody else's wave, but we misinterpret that as our own growth. We misinterpret that as I've got this. See, separate and apart from what you value that determines whether or not you're successful or not or have arrived or not, separate and apart from that has to become really your beingness. Knowing that I'm whole, well, and complete in the moment, knowing that I'm filled with gratitude for this moment, the only moment any of us are really guaranteed, ever guaranteed, is this moment. 
So the, the, dis, the, the difference becomes is what do we want to do with this? If we keep operating from this past place and believing that if it's just about hard work and determination and blood, sweat, and tears, and then somehow the universe and the world owes us something, we're going to be sadly disappointed. Sadly disappointed. So we have to know we're whole well and complete now. We have to decide that we're going to create that future now, that we're going to focus on our growth, right? Focus on our growth and be grateful and celebrate the fact that we have survived to this point. But now it's time to turn the corner. So that means we stop telling the old stories. We stop sending the text messages that we sent to somebody three months earlier, six months earlier, a week ago, yesterday, whatever it is. And if we're the one that's, uh, that's involved in that, we've got to catch ourselves in that as well. And we start to rewrite the story. And the story is where we're going. We've already mastered where we've come from. We've already done that. We've already figured out how to survive this life. Now it's time for each of us to decide in this moment that it's time to thrive. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive.